When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Find easy ways to store your outdoor tools and accessories at Menards. Suncast provides high quality and easy to assemble storage. Suncast storage sheds are the perfect solution for organizing and protecting your outdoor tools and equipment. Plus, their all-weather construction is low maintenance. Explore all our outdoor storage options in-store and on Menards.com. And check out more of our great deals going on now at Menards. Muscadine grapes are a native southern treasure. They're found throughout the southeastern United States, and these grapes thrive in the heat. They're easy to grow, in fact, sometimes even grow wild, and they burst with flavor and nutrients. From a yellowy bronze to a deep purple, almost black, these grapes are blended into smoothies and fermented into wine. So much diversity to discuss, so I'll meet you at the table. I'm Lainey. And I'm Laura Beth. And we are Steel Magnolias. The strength of steel with the grace of a magnolia. We are here to have uplifting conversations about life in the South. And we've got plenty of room at our table. So pull up a chair. Hey, 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 welcome to another episode of Steel Magnolias Podcast. Me and my sister sitting here ready to chat. So a few things to mention before we jump into today's topic. One, if you would like to be on our mailing list, we have a newsletter that's going out later this week. We do a monthly newsletter so as to not inundate everybody's inboxes that are already too full. (laughs) But we do share about more details, you know, of things that we've been talking about on the podcast, and I'll link to it in the show notes. Secondly, if you are enjoying this podcast, would you consider supporting us through our partner, Patreon? We have three tiers of membership, and a small group of you are already giving each month to this show. So thank you, thank you, thank you. We really appreciate it. We are hoping to make this show more professional by putting some business setup into place. And we would greatly appreciate if you would consider a $5, 10 or $20 membership. There's lots of fun perks, including a Steel Magnolias t-shirt. That's, and it is so stinking cute. It says, peace be with y'all, our official sign off. There's monthly bonus episodes that you get. So it's another podcast from us every month that's just for our supporters. And then we've got this Southern swag box, we call it, for some of our VIPs, where you just get Southern goodies. Southern product. Candles and teas and coasters and hats. And there's been so many different things in it through the month. Cheese straws. (laughs) Cheese straws. So consider that. And I'll link to the patreon.com website in our show notes. Okay, here we go muscadines so i remember muscadines growing in um east tennessee was my first place to try them okay 
And they were the big, dark, yeah, purple, almost black color. Yes. And they were just so big. So that was my first at a young age. Almost taste. seems like something boys would like use instead of rocks to throw, to throw at each other to are. see I mean, if they would splatter on each other. I mean, they would hurt. And the skin is really thick on this grape. So it is, it does look and feel different than just a table grape. What I think of as like a table yeah, grape. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, so these are grapes that are native to the, the southeast. southeastern United States. They can grow really anywhere from Florida all the way up to the New Jersey coast and even into parts of Texas and Oklahoma. Like but, East Texas, probably. Yeah. yeah. Primarily, they are in the southeast. They love summer heat. Yeah. They're very resilient, too. Yes. I feel like we're describing Southerners. <laughs> they are... They're different, though, than, as you were trying to describe, other grape varieties, so... Very much thicker skin. This That's is, the main thing I noticed. Yeah. And larger in size. This is not something you've seen in your grocery store unless you're looking at muscadines. You know, right. you're, you're not... This is very different. They, as you mentioned in our introduction, vary in color, which yeah. is even unique, they're great antioxidant for your body. Well, in size, first of all, I mean, they get bigger as they grow. So, I mean, that's everything. Yeah. So, but when they're at full ripe ripeness, most of them I've seen are like what I would call ping pong ball size. I was reading mm, that they can be yeah. golf ball size. I've that, rarely seen, I don't know if I've ever seen that. No, the ones I, I usually have seen have been more what I would call a ping pong ball. Yeah size um and they don't cluster in right. the same way yeah like they're usually just the one or you may see maybe three two or three yeah yeah, yeah. kind of on one stem and but. they they can grow wild too yes. so I don't know if the ones that you remember seeing growing up were in someone's yard or if they were growing wild but either way and they're the, all over the south yes. they can be eaten as you know just as a muscadine, as a snack to uh -huh. to just snack on, as jam, jelly, fermented into a sweet wine, which we're going to talk about a little bit later. My Southern Living heirloom recipe book has a muscadine jam oh, recipe. That's fun. It takes seven or seven pounds yeah. of muscadine grapes, so you got to be around a bunch, but. But I mean, how this would be a great. I've never grown these, but I was thinking this would be a great thing to grow in that. Just they, this is when they're ripe. That's why we're talking about it right now. Yeah. We're on the end of the ripe season. Sure. And it would be such a cool thing to make for Christmas gifts or teacher gifts or something like that. Yeah. You One know, because you would jelly a lot. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And I, I mean, that would be so fun. The entire fruit is edible. So some people like to eat the whole grape, seeds, skin, pulp, and all. Well, those seeds are big. I mean, the yeah. grape is big, so the seeds are big. So. Yeah. I, I couldn't eat the seeds. That's just too big. Well, when we went on our field trip, as I called it, to the <laughs> sorghum mill a few weeks back, we made a wrong turn. We thought we were at the mill. So here we are moseying around uh, in the back of someone's house that we thought we were at the mill. No, Larvis, we like, this is private property, Lainey. <laughs> I'm eating muscadines over on the side. She had found muscadines <laughs> and knew that we were going to be talking about them in, fu in future weeks. So there we were picking muscadines illegally. But I did try one. and It wasn't fully right. It wasn't fully right. But I certainly would not have wanted to eat 
the seeds. They're too big. I don't They're know how way too anybody big. could do that. Well, I can't eat the skin. The skin's thick, it's but tough. You know, yeah. I can eat that, but I couldn't eat the seeds. But the yummy, gushy pulp that's in there, it's, yeah. because it's bigger, it just is, you get more sure. out of yeah. it. Yeah. Um. So a lot of people will just squeeze that out and then toss the seeds in the skin. Yeah. It feels like this is, I said snack on these earlier, because it does feel like it's a snack food in that it's not a quick bite right it's not a quick uh quick fix it does feel like something that you want to sit around and snack on like it takes work it's like cracking nuts or something that's so true yeah you know yeah so, there's gonna be a little effort i feel like this is a front porch snack yeah. of uh, you're not just trying to get sustenance but or like the good wonderful you know watermelon breeds that do have the seeds where yes. you have to like keep spitting them out yeah 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 kind of similar it takes work as we've said on here many times before <laughs> the stuff that takes work is worth it's it but it's work stuff. that's right well as we said these can be like a, a yellowy bronze in color all the way to a dark purpley almost black yeah but the yellow bronzy ones are often called a different name yes and that is scuppernong I think this is such a fun episode because muscadine is fun to say and, and scuppernong is good to say. We're fun schooling say. you for your next crossword puzzle. <laughs> yeah, so it's a variety of muscadine, right? Yeah, I think some people use it interchangeably, but it's not. That's it not. is a specific variety and it is the bronzy color Yeah, that are found all over North Carolina. Yeah, it was found before 19, or excuse me, 1760 by Isaac Alexander in... North Carolina, and it was first known as the Big White Grape. It was later named Scuppernong after the area in which it was found. And Scupp- I think that's a river, right? I think that might be a river in North Maybe. Carolina. Yeah, it. That's one of the only um, places that I think you can find these right or maybe they grow them other places now too i don't know about that but i do know that they're all over north carolina yeah so yeah so you could in other words you could say all scuppernongs are muscadines but not all muscadines are scuppernongs yes because it's yeah okay Okay. anyway try and use that in a sentence sometime (laughs) this week (laughs) well we um we went on a field trip as well we sure did we've been keeping our calendar pretty busy with research i use that in quotes trips (laughs) it's mostly just disguised sister time but we went to a place here pretty close to us that is a winery that has muscadine grapes so should we talk about let's do it so let me just say napa valley's got nothing on what we saw out at (laughs) grinder switch grinder switch i'm not even kidding um and i i do mean some people may have heard of grinder switch not because of all it has to offer and all that um is there because you would miss this little can you can you even call it a town um maybe you would even miss this winery it's like a little log cabin in the middle of nowhere but grinder switch is where the character minnie pearl yes who was actually Sarah Cannon. Minnie Pearl was supposedly from Grinder Switch. Yes. Now, Sarah Cannon was from Centerville, which is the closest town to Grinder Switch. Yes. 
Um, anyway, so if you think, I've heard that name somewhere before, that's probably where. That's why. It sort of felt like we just drove into the middle of the woods and saw a painted sign for a winery and went that way. Absolutely. That's what it felt like. It was like. very wooded <laughs> back there, like way more than I thought. Because you and I have gotten to go to Napa, and yeah. it's very open, as are most farming and sorts Napa's of areas. And Napa's way more chic and she Oh, for sure. I yeah. mean, this is... Yeah, but it was a beautiful drive out there. We saw lots and lots of animals, <laughs> some fenced, some not. I was con Larbeth was driving, so I was constantly like, Look, sheep. Oh, look, yeah. goats. Yeah. Oh. We were spared a run in with some deer in the road. There was just a lot of wildlife yeah. happening. Yeah, so it's located, as you mentioned, in the heart of Middle Tennessee in about a hundred let's see, surrounded by a hundred and hundred and ten acres of trees. The Chesser family has a seven-acre vineyard on their family estate. And the winery includes the tank room, which can hold more than 15,000 gallons of wine, which is the epicenter of the wine production. And we got to walk in there we and sure see did. it. That's not typically something that you would see if you're visiting the winery. You have to make a little different turn. And that's not something that they, I don't think, typically tour. Right. But it was really cool to see those massive that yeah fermentation happening yeah and of course their equipment is so high tech that it gets absolutely everything out of the muscadine right. before this fermentation process so yeah well we got to do a tasting and if you are in the nashville proper area you can do a tasting at marathon village they have a location of grinder switch wines there that if that was more convenient to you but you're just staying in town yeah but that's not convenient to everybody so I just wanted to describe at least a few because they ship to a lot of the United States so yeah. if this is Different of interest kinds of rules and by state on what can get shipped yeah but, um so we tried two muscadine wines they have other wine varieties there but in fact I was shocked and all they had there. I was too. I was expecting to mostly have muscadine wine and like rosé, just sweet stuff, blackberry yeah. wine. That's all I thought they would have. Yeah. And I ended up buying what I thought was pretty good cab. Yeah, what'd grapes you buy? I can't remember what you bought. I got one that was the 2019 Zephyr, which was made with Cabernet Sauvignon hey. grapes and another grape that I can't remember. Um Zephyr was the name of one of the trains that used to run through. on the railroad that went through Grinder Switch. Switch. And this was literally like a place where the train switched happened. That's why it's called Grinder Switch. So you had the 2019 Zephyr and which one other one? And the 382, which um, I don't even know how to pronounce that grape. Chambersin? Chambersin? Chambersin grapes? Which was also another train name 382 I just like trains what can I say I like <laughs> trains like, and I like dark grapes you did like the label when we first saw them before we'd even <laughs> before tasted I even them tasted it, you I, thought that was cool to have the train on the label those were both very good so those were both reds yeah yeah that's what I usually land on yeah but um well, we we tried impressed. a sweet rosé which was a white muscadine in it with golden apple um kind of a cherry finish it was their honeysuckle rosé yeah that was good and then the other one she pulled out but it wasn't on their typical tasting but that's the one i ended up buying called the general one 
and it's a Tennessee muscadine wine. It's very sweet. So yeah. I, and, well, muscadine wines in general are. So if you are, you know, a lover of sweet wine, you're probably going to like muscadine wine. I mean, I almost felt like I was drinking simple syrup at one point. Oh my goodness. Just because, you know, it's so sweet. But if that's something that you like or you're willing to try, these were good ones. They were. For sure. They really were. Um, yeah, I think it feels almost more like a dessert wine. Oh, for sure. You know, that you would eat with some yeah. wonderful chocolate or what something. What was our, uh, the gal that was working there, she was Abby. saying that it was good to put on ice cream, I think. Oh, I or, is that what she was saying? I think, I don't know. I don't remember. Now, I have seen people make a muscadine, um, I don't even know what you would call it, because um, it's not jam. It's thinner than that. Mm-hmm. That you can put on things like yeah. ice cream. Yeah, almost like a little vinaigrette kind of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. That's Well, there's so many things you can do with muscadines. Wine is obviously all across. There's quite a few wineries in the South that have a muscadine wine. I mean, I've seen these done in Georgia, North Carolina, Tennessee, across Tennessee. That's lots amazing. Of places. Yeah. Um, but because muscadines are so packed with nutrients and phytochemicals that support good health, a lot of people seek these out for health reasons. Okay. In fact, I don't know the science of this, but they have like more chromosomes than an actual grape and are really rich in nutrients. So, um, they're really good for digestion, bone production, skin health, um, blood sugar control, and even preventing um, oxidative damage to cells. Okay. So we all need that. We to do. Look younger. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> but it's like super high in antioxidants. So if you're one who's looking for something to stick in your smoothies, and maybe you need to get some plants going. That's and... right. So I wonder if there's a muscadine tool that is like specifically Seated. for mashing. Yeah. And for de-seeding these. Because you couldn't put this in your smoothie as is. Or else now, do you'd you have remember seeds. that we got to taste the juice yes. at the place before it was fermented? So and good. And it was so good. I was thinking, this is like the ultimate communion right here. I would, I would buy that. Because I would buy it even not fermented as wine. It was so excellent. Because it was, it, it even had a tiny bit of a thickness to it. I felt like it did. Again, like it was like not as thin. Yeah, as, yeah. I see why you're saying that. It, yeah not that sweet i know but i don't know another consistency yeah. that i drink that's true so well, thicker than hold on i don't drink simple syrup but <laughs> <laughs> i put it in other things that i drink you're so funny well people make so many things with this jams jellies fruit butter pies um I have a recipe that we're going to need to share. Okay. Um, that is called drunken chicken with muscadine grapes and white wine. No way. That sounds amazing. And so you half the grape and get the seed out. And then when you cook this, because you're cooking it in um, a Dutch oven. Okay. So all the flavors kind of meld together. Okay. And those skins will come off. Okay. Well, there you go. Um, but anyway... There's just something about chicken with grapes and white wine together. I know. Like, that is so right. Well, my favorite kind of chicken salad, cold chicken salad, has, has grapes, has grapes in, in, it. in it. Yeah. Well, you would love the drunken so. chicken with 
muscadine grapes and white wine. So we'll have to share that recipe whoever, in the show notes. Whoever paired, I will. The Now that you've mentioned that us trying the juice was so tasty, I was just looking up. Do they sell just muscadine juice? Muscadine grape juice? Do they, they do. Okay. Yeah. Who does? It's called Mighty Muscadine. Dot com. Okay. So you can buy 24 10-ounce bottles of Mighty Muscadine grape juice. They're 10 ounces. It's not cheap. Okay. It's $40 well, for I mean, but a pack of tw- a case of 24. If you're um, but really But that's actually not to, that bad now that I'm thinking of it. If you're wanting to get the health benefits, though, done. Like, yeah. That's easy. Yeah. Just drink it. Yeah. Yeah, I love that, that you could look that up while we record. No, I know. That, that's that's so less fun. than $2 a 10-ounce bottle. That's okay. not bad. People pay that for kombuchas and juices everything all else. the time. For yeah. Or- yeah. They pay that for orange juice in yeah. the store. So if you're wanting to get some juice, Mighty Muscadine, I'll put that link in the show notes. <laughs> We're not an affiliate or anything. I literally just looked that up. So I don't have a promo code for you, but does sound tasty well we've taught them some new words that's one thing's for sure that's true and i feel confident in saying scuppernong am i saying it right you are saying it right okay. and we didn't mention but it is the state fruit of north carolina so there yeah you go. so next trivia next trivia game that you're in what is scuppernong <laughs> i love it well if you get a chance if you are anywhere near middle tennessee centerville Grinder Switch was very sweet. It was super sweet. And we are going to do a future episode on, as we mentioned, the one and only legendary Sarah Cannon. Oh, yeah. But they, they pay lots of honor and homage to her in... In Centerville. Centerville. Where she's so from. We got to see a... Howdy! A nice, that's how we should have started this that's episode. Right. <laughs> we got to see a nice bronze statue of her, and we'll talk more about her on a future episode, yeah. but... If she's somebody that you like or that you enjoyed her comedic character uh, on the Grand Ole Opry days, that would also be a fun place to visit just to hear more about her. Well, we've taken y'all on two road trips with us, staying in the state of Tennessee. Just these last two weeks. But Tennessee is a wide state, so we can go hours and hours and still be in Tennessee. There's yeah, several states supposedly like Supposedly you can turn it up on its end and it would touch Canada. The- that's what I've heard. I don't know. How do you test that? I don't know. I guess you'd know mileage. <laughs> but yeah, so I was just thinking, where would you want to go from here? Not necessarily even for the podcast, but is there anything fall road trip that you've oh, been wanting? To, ooh, I always, are you kidding me? I always have road trips I know. like cooking in my That's brain. why I'm asking. I know. Okay. Inspire us. All right. Um, well, I'll tell you what I was looking up literally this morning. <laughs> See, I knew this was a fresh and relevant question. <laughs> literally this morning, I was looking up, could I go to the Greenbrier Hotel? I've never seen that hotel in West Virginia. It's okay. very iconic old yeah. hotel. And so I was thinking that'd be a really fun thing to do at Christmas. Uh, turns out I can't. <laughs> like the cheapest room I could find was like uh, eight something a night wow so i'm out on that for christmas you could go have tea Um, in the lobby yeah you can do like day (laughs) things and i was like oh that would be so fun to go see at christmas time i saw biltmore's post today about christmas at the biltmore and i got a little bit warm and fuzzy inside (sighs) yeah 
Um, but that's bypassing fall. <laughs> there's, yeah, I guess I am jumping ahead. Just with magazines are getting me all excited I know. right now with all of the Christmas sparkle. I know. It's very weird to be off season based on what's in the store, what's in the magazine, and what's happening in real life. Right? It's so hot outside that my three-quarter length sleeved shirt is going to have to get changed yeah. in a few minutes. Our pumpkins um, are out there baking in the sun so true. on our front porches. so true. So for a fall road trip, where would I go? There's still a lot of Mississippi I haven't seen. Yeah. That might be fun. Yeah. Um, one of these days I want to get to that Fox Fire place yes. in Georgia. Yes. And they got muscadines growing down there. We could find a winery. That'd be a fun trip, too. I am very impressed and surprised at the amount of wineries that are across the South. So as a future sort of teaser here, I'll just mention we have some much more or many more episodes too that we're going to dive into even holiday wines and oh yeah you know some of the vineyards across the south so all right there's your plug for staying with us well hope y'all had a great time with us we sure enjoy being in your ears literally each (laughs) week and with this i'll leave you peace be with you and also with y'all When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Find easy ways to store your outdoor tools and accessories at Menards. Suncast provides high-quality and easy-to-assemble storage. Suncast storage sheds are the perfect solution for organizing and protecting your outdoor tools and equipment. Plus, their all-weather construction is low-maintenance. Explore all our outdoor storage options in-store and on Menards.com. And check out more of our great deals going on now at Menards. Save